0: Born from the tragedy of 9 11, the Tonalta Towers Foundation made a promise to ensure we never forget. Since then, Tonalta Towers has been committed to supporting America's heroes and their families. Heroes like U.S. Army Specialist Michael Hook. Hook was killed in Iraq when his helicopter was shot down. He enlisted in the military after graduating high school and left behind a pregnant fiance who gave birth to a son that he would never meet. But thanks to the generosity of friends like you, Tonalta Towers paid off the mortgage on his family's home relieving a financial burden and bringing stability. The foundation helps Gold Star and fallen first responder families, as well as our nation's most severely injured heroes and homeless veterans. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. America's heroes are counting on you. 95 cents of every dollar you give goes directly to its programs. Donate $11 a month Tunnel to Tunnel the Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices our heroes have made for us.
1: Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You're listening to the Buck Sexton Show podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Buck Sexton Show. On this episode, my friend, Lieutenant Colonel Tony Schaefer is with us. He is a retired Department of Defense operative. He also uh, heads up Project Sentinel over at the London Center. Author of Operation Dark Heart, a man of many skills and many stories, Lieutenant Colonel Schaefer Tony. Great to have you on, sir.
2: Buck, it's good to be on. I listen to you every day. I appreciate uh, the time you're taking to kind of go through and do a deep dive on a couple of these these issues. So thank, thank you. Thank you.
0: Apparently, apparently, you also have excellent taste in some of your radio programming, which I very, I very I much appreciate. Um, so let, let's start with the. It's not getting a lot of attention in. A lot of the media um, and they're kind of covering it in this very who cares way. No big deal. But the secretary of state Blinken was just over in China and he he said, I mean, he said a bunch of things. One of the things he said is Taiwanese independence is not U.S. policy, To which I'm sitting here saying, "Okay, so, Tony, what is Biden administration policy
2: with regard to Taiwan? Do they even know? Well, yeah, they do. And it's not good. So uh, i listened intently this morning to NPR, uh, which is talking about bad taste in radio. I listened to NPR and their take on this. And it was the most amazing soft language of appeasement. Oh, there's a word for you, appeasement. 1938, Chamberlain, peace for our time. Uh, if I were If I were the Taiwanese, I'd be hitting the history books right now, Buck, and looking up uh, Sudetenland 1938 because that's the path we're on right now. So that's the policy. There's no doubt that it, it, it's not an absence of policy, it's a policy of appeasement and trying somehow to believe being just a little bit nicer, complying just a little bit more to to help China deal with its aggressive nature is going to resolve the situation and it's not. Uh, remember over the past 6 weeks we've seen China uh, let's say one's a balloon. I guess uh, tw- the last three months we've seen the Chinese rec- reconnaissance balloon uh, coming over the United States, which was a necessary intelligence tool that does something they can't do. I don't want to get into classified areas, but there's things that satellites, their satellites can't do. That balloon did for them. Just saying. Uh, we've come to find that the Lordess listening site that was created by the Russians during the Cold War has been reactivated. John Kirby lied about this. I called him out, it's like John's lying about this, and he was. Uh, we've seen aggressive treatment of our navy, uh, with ships being uh, nearly hit in the Pacific, aircraft being nearly hit in in the skies. These are all aggressive uh, actions which go in line with the Chinese policy of exp- expanding uh, their influence. And all the way down to the unit level, Buck, they've now, for the first time ever, decided to armor up. They, they've actually invested in body armor. They've got a new, a small arm that they've, they've developed for for purposes of of invasion invading Taiwan. These are all bad things, and Blinken did nothing to push back on that, let alone the COVID issue. We could go into the COVID issue for 30 minutes by itself. Uh, Ample evidence that the Chinese weaponized COVID through their PLA, the People's Liberation Army, worked with our money to weaponize COVID in Wuhan. We know this, and yet not a thing was said about that from Blinken to Z. Uh, I have to say, you know, it was pretty recent, just in the last week
0: or two, that there were some news stories about China, Using a spying base in Cuba against right. and so for for a lot of people this is setting off some hold on that that feels a little Soviet Cold War esque right that feels pretty aggressive China is using uh, is using Cuba as a spying base against the United States what should people know about the scope of these Chinese operations and, and their efforts to spy on us here at home.
2: Excellent question. And you know, as an analyst, Buck, the, the biggest thing that uh, an adversary wants to know are indications of, of capability and capacity. One of the things that Chinese do not have is persistent surveillance. That's why the balloon uh, was such an important thing. They, they need the ability to kind of look deeper inside the interior because satellites, as much as they're good, th- there's limitations. So what Another limitation is persistent surveillance of our signals intelligence. Lourdes, which is a Soviet-made uh, listening post in uh, just outside of, of, uh, of Havana, from my I understand, was created to listen to our most sensitive military communications. And you, you and I both know that it's difficult to, to, to break encrypted communications. But one of the things they can learn, which we do learn as well, something uh, relating to who's talking to who and when they're talking. You can't hide that. So it's called channel analysis. Channel analysis gives you a great deal of intelligence just by the frequency of communications, who's talking to who, and the responses. That's what this gives them. This is no small thing. And when you start considering the fact that they're telegraphing, they're going to aggressively behave, they want to know what our response is going to be. And that's why Lourdes is so important because they're going to want to know what uh, uh, the bulk of our fleet, uh, of our aircraft, Air Force, and Army are going to do here in the in, in the south uh, in the in the uh, atlantic seaboard all the way down to florida all the way acro- across to the, the texas gulf coast there's a lot of our military there buck they want to know what they're going to what we're going to do when they start doing aggressive things that's what that side is set up to do is detect that
0: how big a deal is is it uh, now that we know a little bit more the whole chinese spy balloon situation and that it took days and went across the continent
2: of the United States. Yeah. Well, so we know, um, and this is not just DOD, uh, Harvard actually has a uh, anomaly center that studies this not only did that balloon the big balloon come over and, and was designed to do what it was supposed to do persistent surveillance it does a range of things relating to being able to stir around get some really good high quality pictures of things by the way buck there was ones that happened near the mexico border with uh, uh, of the united states and and hawaii before that one showed up and it's happened again since that are not reporting on and at least those other two three those other three anomalies that shot down two of those three were actually chinese drone uh, balloons which came in smaller but not you know still reconnaissance balloons which came in from central china so again we know all this but the biden administration by policy Downplays it or ignores it. And it's dangerous because this only encourages the Chinese to to do more aggressive things. And every time they do it, they do gain usable intelligence, which tells them what our capabilities are. So it's a big deal. And again, the the fact that uh, Blinken looks at this as a closed issue tells me that the the Biden administration is doing everything they can to promote uh, the Chinese aggression, ignoring the consequences which are going to come from that.
0: We're going to come back and uh, talk a little bit more here with Lieutenant Colonel Schaefer about an area that, that is in his expertise that just shows you what a jack-of-all-trades he is, climate change lunacy. Uh, Tony, we're going to get to that in a second. First, a word from our sponsor here. The value of for life savings and retirement accounts is dependent in part on the stock market, Take into account what affects our market's performance, and ask yourself if you really want to put all your marbles in one basket. It's just not the way to do it. All it takes is volatility in one part of the world, and the market can tumble, and with it, your 401k, your retirement plan. It makes the premise of owning gold right now, at this point in time, really important to think about. Gold is good. The value and stability of gold has been a, an investment and in hedge against inflation throughout history. So is my precious metals vendor of choice, proven throughout history, the Oxford Gold Group. Since I started investing and speaking about Oxford Gold Group four years ago, their advice and their direction overall has been right repeatedly, and they've made me somebody who has gold as part of his portfolio. So have some gold and silver on hand. Call the Oxford Gold Group. It's who I use. It's who I trust. The call is free. The people on the the other end of the line are trustworthy and knowledgeable. 833 430 buck that's eight three three four three zero B U C K or online at OxfordGoldGroup.com slash buck. That's OxfordGoldGroup.com slash buck. All right. So you know, I, I think the climate change lunacy, you may have even seen this one, Tony. There's some article in a British paper about how the most important thing you can do to fight climate change is not have kids, right? So so people start to understand when they see this. Yeah there's a little bit of a death cult vibe um you know some nihilism at the heart of the climate change stuff but let's get into the data a little bit more because you have a degree in environmental studies so you're a guy who has studied this issue specifically as an academic academic yeah i'm credentialed a a credentialed expert on this issue and one thing i i find fascinating is we've been told that the uh Arctic ice was going to melt and therefore the seas would rise and, you know, then all the polar bears would drown kind of a thing. Right. What do we
2: know about the Arctic ice right now? Record high, 10 year record high. Uh, And uh, Greenland is more ice than they know what to do with. Uh, And by the way, it's supposed to be melting right now, according according to the annual uh, cycles. And this is where I'm just going to tell your audience, uh, Buck, think for yourself uh, the nihilism, all these other things you bring up are, are pertinent. It's a religion to the left. Now AOC, remember AOC, we're going to die in 12 years. We're about five years into that. So Buck, if you're, if you know what's good for you, you better get ready to die in seven years. Just saying, just, just, you know, according to her, uh, we're all going to perish. It's emotional, it's irrational, and it's completely unscientific. What they've done is they've taken science and they've, they've turned it around. Al Gore is a master of this. You just mentioned, uh, the polar ice caps. Al Gore pre- predicted, I think it was in two thousand two, two thousand three, uh, as part of his movie "Unconvenient uh, uh, Uncon- Inconvenient Truth. Truth." Yeah, That that, that there be that that there were going to be by twenty ten, no polar ice cap. That's a lie. Never happened. We've always had uh, a, a cycle. And by the way, to your point, like as you as we just mentioned, it's now a record high ice uh, 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 existence. Every year, it expands. The melt is supposed to have already started, Buck. It hasn't started. It's still expanding, which means that, that, that it's not in any danger of not existing. As a matter of fact, uh, we're, near, we're summer now, and it's still growing. So their predictions are completely false. Let me, let me use uh, two words that your audience needs to pay attention to. You ready for them? Geologic time. Geologic time. If you want to understand climate, not weather, Geologic time is necessary for study. Anytime these knuckleheads start talking about tornadoes, ooh, tornadoes are bad. Yes, they're bad, but it's weather. This, these things are cyclic, and it goes through a, an about 11,000-year cycle. Right now, Buck, we are about halfway through a, a, a warming, now cooling period. Uh, we actually had something called the Little Ice Age back in 1650 to 1890. Do you know what caused that ice age? Want to guess? The sun. The sun did it. The sun has far more influence over any climate issue than anything man does. Uh, so this is what I'm saying. You need People need to examine the facts, not the emotion. And, and let's take a step back to the emotion here. Uh, they use words like might, or the, we might get this, or the rest of the world is ignoring it, but we must act. No, it's like if, the rest of, if we don't do this uniformly, it's going to have no effect. That's what I'm telling you. It's all, it's all a sham. And let's get to the most important culprit of global warming, according to the left, CO2. Buck, do you know what the percentage of CO2 that, that goes into the atmosphere any given year from any given sources? Is isn't, isn't it overall
0: warming, the atmosphere? It's less than 1%, right?
2: Less than, no, it's less than 0.4. Well, that's Zero less than, one. hold on, hold on. Mr. Matt, way that's less than less. one. <laughs> okay, Way less. Way less. Yeah. I mean, but- we're talking 0. 0. 0.04. Do you know what man's percentage of 0. 0.04 is? No. It's even smaller. We See, we're getting, I hate math, but we're 0. 0.008. So out of 0. 0.04, we manufacture 0. 0.008 of that. Now, the other thing that the left won't tell you is if they're successful, do you know what per, what percentage of CO2 becomes dangerous to life where you know CO2 is like plant food? I don't, I think you knew this is CO2 actually benefits um, mankind by the fact it actually feeds plants. Do you know Yes, what, I what I
0: remember is? I remember
2: photosynthesis from high school biology. And there you go. Yes. That's right. Yeah. See, see you're you're you see, you're you're not emotional. You're thinking about this. Do you know what percentage of 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 CO2, lack of CO2 becomes dangerous to plant life? You'd have to tell me anything, anything less than 0.002. So if they're successful and dropping, if they're successful, the left is, will literally eradicate plant life from the earth. Think about that. Why would you do that? So this, this abundance of irrational thinking regarding CO2 is actually counter to the science and counter to what we need to be looking at. CO2 increases, actually increases the likelihood of green and growth. Tony, let's come back in a second and talk about the uh,
0: sure. wildfires in Canada and and how, sure. as you know, they blanketed New York City in this smoke uh, that turns kind of orangish and everyone's freaking out. And we were told, oh, it's climate change. Let's discuss that in a second and some other stuff, it's too. Not. But, you know, you've got a computer and I bet you take good care of it because it's a valuable piece of equipment and it has really valuable stuff on there. Right. The information on that computer is more valuable than even the hardware, the screen, all of it. So, you know, you can replace your computer for like you know, less than a thousand bucks usually. But what about all the data? What if you're working on a really important project? What about all your photos? Look, you've got to have that stuff backed up. That's why you need iDrive. iDrive makes it so that you're able to securely and safely download your data while you're working away from your computer. You always have access to that data. And if you lose your computer, it's in the cloud and it's there. It's ready for you. You have that data handy because it's backed up. So it just gives you peace of mind and lets you know your data is safe and secure. With iDrive, you can back up all of your PCs, Mac servers, and mobile devices into one account for one cost. iDrive is the winner eight years in a row from PC Magazine for best cloud backup solution. Get started today. Go to iDrive.com. Plan plan start at $7 a month or less. Get 90% off your first year when you use my name, Buck, in the purchase process. So go to iDrive.com. Sign up for a plan at iDrive.com. Use promo code Buck. You'll get 90% off. Your first year. All right. So, Tony, the forest fires in Canada, even Justin Trudeau, uh, among others, saying this is because of climate change. So there are fires in Canada. It's climate change. What do we need to know about this?
2: First off, never trust a man who wears artificial eyebrows. That's my first tip on Mm -hmm. uh, Justin Trudeau. Just saying it's not a good thing. Secondly, because I think he is so fake, this is another area of fakeness. The Again, as I referenced back, anybody who wants to actually understand climate change must study geologic time. Nothing that's within uh, the last hundred years is out of sync with the normal cycles of the planet. And what Trudeau is saying is, again, propagandizing science, trying to adapt and change the meaning of things for purposes of gaining. Ultimately, Buck, the, the, the objective of the green movement is not to save the planet. I mean, throwing money, when is throwing money uh, done any good at any time against any topic? It never works. But that's what they're telling you. Give us money and we'll save you. It's completely stupid. What they're trying to do is use climate and the, and the concept and emotion of, of, oh, we are responsible for these bad things happening to guilt you and I and their population into believing that somehow giving the government the control over means of production, means of manufacturing, means of energy is a good thing. It's all socialism and Marxism retooled for the 21st century. That's why he's doing what he he's doing. It's all about trying to get more control of these things for the government. What about the
0: forest management component of this? Because I know that comes up a lot right. with, in the context of California. You know, Gavin Newsom is running around telling everybody— Oh, you know the forest fires are because of climate change, and Trudeau is saying the same thing now about the uh, the fires that are in uh, you know eastern eastern Canada that have blown smoke into the northeastern United States um, and, and right. created some real real headaches there. But it seems like the environmentalists don't want there to be any uh, management of the brush, and they don't want no. any logging, and that actually causes its own problems.
2: It does. It does. Excellent question. And yes, absolutely. So long before man came along as a species on the planet, there would be great and extensive forest fires just caused by nature. Nature would actually do this because anytime you have uh, uh, trees and undergrowth, things grow, they, they die every fall, leaves fall, they dry out, they become uh, Tinder, they 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 are very much uh, flammable, easily flammable, and you have these mass burnings. So long before we came along, you have mass forest fires, not caused by man. We didn't exist. So the fact we know this now, scientifically, we know that forest management, resource management, is a necessary tool to prevent large forest fires. What you have to do is call the forests. You have to create fire breaks. You have to take that tinder out that, you know, the things that fall and use it for something. And because if you don't do that, you're going to have things like mass forest fires, which create these horrific conditions. It has nothing, zero, to do with climate change. Not a thing to do with climate change. If you want to see how... Uh, this has become completely emotionally uh, compromised. I recommend you l- look at a movie called uh, Planet of the Humans. Michael Moore goes through all this, and he does it from the left. His his premise is, well, we need to eradicate mankind because we're bad. That's his conclusion. But in the process of getting to his conclusion, which is clearly erroneous, he goes through and completely uh, uh, just debunks the entire narrative of the left's green movement to include what we're talking about right now regarding uh, protecting the environment and how, you know, not using trees is, is something that is bad. And so he goes through it. And I think people need to, again, recognize that uh, the, the the what's bringing fires, these forest fires is not climate change it's bad policy. And we know what needs to be done. And they don't do it. Tony, let's talk
0: submarines. I know you're not a sub guy. I want to talk to you about a submarine story, though. We come back sure. in a second. But first, I got something very important for you. Tony, do you have my slippers at home? I'm holding one up right now. Do you have the my slippers? I don't. Gotta, but they look attractive. We got to hook you up. Mike Lindell's my slippers here from my pillow. They're phenomenal. You see these right here? They are super comfortable. I got I have them on my feet as I do radio every day. I walk around the house with them. The wife's got a pair of them. Uh well, right now they've been discounted from $150 for their top of the line slippers to just $25 a pair. That's right. This amazing, super comfortable slipper that you are seeing me pull off. If you're not subscribed to the YouTube channel, by the way, you should be because you can actually see this. You'll see it right here. It's $25 a pair for these slippers. They're phenomenal. You can get them uh in a bunch of different colors and sizes. So it's $25. You got to get yourself hooked up. And if you have a family member who doesn't have them, now's the time. I've never seen a better price than $25. You just go to MyPillow.com. That's MyPillow.com. Click on Radio Listener Specials. You get a pair of these all-season slippers. Type in the name Buck as the promo code. So you go to MyPillow.com. Click on Radio Listener Specials. And then you type in promo code Buck. Pick out these slippers. $25, the my slippers. They're absolutely phenomenal. As you can see, you literally can see, or were able to a second ago, that I wear them all the time. Tony, we're going to have to get you hooked up with a pair of them because they're amazing. Sounds and- good. I can I'm always gonna, wear your slippers. Yeah, I gotta make, gotta make this happen. I can't, you know. Mike Lindell found out you weren't wearing his my slippers, man. He's gonna be he's gonna be upset. So we're gonna hook you up with a pair of my slippers. Excellent. Um, and uh, tell me this. Um, yeah. This submarine. Okay, first of all, have you ever? I know you. You've been on Blackhawks. You've been on Chinooks. I always thought the Chinook was scarier than the Blackhawk. Although I think the Chinook actually has a better safety profile. It definitely goes faster. Has a better safety. It's it's close, right? It's. I just didn't right. like the back ramp, what it would go up. It scared the crap out of me. But have you ever been Trust on a me, submarine?
2: things those things, things could fall apart if the hydraulics fail. Just saying. I'm, yeah, I'm that's just, a little scary.
0: You ever been on a submarine, though? Because for me, that's the, that's the last vehicle that I would want to be on. You ever been on
2: a sub? I have not. Unfortunately, what, when I went down to Camp Perry training in the old days, the military side at least used to deploy our us off submarines. I missed that by one year, so I have not been on a submarine.
0: So. so here's a, here's what I'm, why I'm asking about this. You probably saw this, right? This this company that does these uh, twelve thousand foot under the surface, twelve that's twelve thousand yeah. five hundred feet down, to go visit the wreckage of the Titanic. They went down I earlier this it. week, and as yeah. I talk to you right now, right. they've only got you know a couple of days of air. They've lost contact with the sub. I mean, to me, this is like the scariest thing. Uh, to be on a submarine 12,000 feet down, so it's a super deep-sea submarine 12,000 feet down, and lose contact, yeah. I mean, th- you know they paid $250,000 a person to go there? Tony, what would I have to pay you to
2: get you to get in a sub to get 12,000 feet down? It, it'd be closer to a billion. I Look, I'm just not a fan of those things. I mean, Buck, to that point, right near where the Titanic went down, as a matter of fact, uh, the Titanic search was actually cover for the search for a submarine called the Thatcher. Uh, the th- I'm sorry Thrasher. The Thrasher was a, a U.S Navy submarine that w- was destroyed on tests in, in, in the Atlantic. So they were actually trying to get and find the Thrasher and they were using the Titanic search as a cover for it and uh, a little clue the Thrasher went deep and blew up. it got crushed. So I I don't I feel terrible saying this, but I don't think those people are coming back. Just saying, I mean, after- I, I got to think, I mean, yeah. unless
0: there's you, you could only hope. And as we're speaking, because as people may be watching this later in the week, it may the the fate yeah. of this group may be clear. But as we're speaking to you, they've lost comms and location, of the submarine to me, they're the only the only real you think the only possibility here would be if if they just lost comms. But the submarine is, is designed and it's a small thing. It's like 20 feet long. It's not a big sub. Right. It's designed yeah. to surface if there's a problem. Well, if if it hasn't surfaced and there's no comms, I mean, one thing I know about this is that if you're that
2: far down, something goes a little bit bad, it goes very bad. That's my point, is that the, the Thrasher was similar to design. It's like if something goes wrong, it's supposed to automatically blow and go up. It didn't. It blew and went down. And I that's what I'm worried about because if something crushes that depth, Buck, it's done like it's so fast, you can't even measure the time. It happens so fast. It's just like, boom, you're done. That's it. It just crushes. Did you ever,
0: uh, do you ever check out, if you haven't? I'm, I'm, look at, it, I'm telling you to get my slippers. I'm giving you book recommendations here, Tony. You know, this is the great thing when you hang out with a Buckster. Um, you ever read, uh, Shadow Divers? I have not. I have to. Make oh I man I look I people always give me book recommendations and then sometimes if I'm just not in the mood I'll point them to, I've got a stack I got a stack of books I'm reading for research for projects I'm working on I got the stack of you know the stack of books Shadow divers yeah, me by, remember, yeah. by, yeah yeah you get the idea but I'm telling you man if you're looking for a beach read that I know you'd be into um shadow divers is awesome it's about these guys who do wreck you know um wreck diving not like recreational but like going down to right. to see wrecks and they find right. a German U-boat off the coast of New Jersey. But it really, the guy does all this research into it and tells you about what life was like on the U-boat, right? That's a big part of it. And man, sub in the military service, I honestly think... Well, actually, let me ask this, because obviously I'm going to say submarine. What is the last of, of all sort of the military service roles one could have? And you served in, in, a, in a bunch of different capacities uh, in, as an operator inside the military. But... If you had to pick the last one for you, like anything that flies, I think I'd be down for submarine for me would be dead last.
2: So, I, you know, I've I've actually used to fly helicopters uh, back in the 80s when I first became a lieutenant. Uh, know how to do that. Know how to drive tanks. Uh, had to do a little bit of that high speed driving. Uh, we could, we we all that. I you know, the thing that I would find the most difficult to do, probably out of all the services is uh the air force and you know i i've done a lot of study on this the, the the world war ii bombers would be a very difficult thing for me to do i mean flying over germany in the night the seven night the b-17s is very tough i think it's right, better wasn't now it, wasn't there imagine, a super to, not to interrupt you but wasn't the to your point the like
0: the belly gunners of those bombers like the memphis bell from that movie yeah
2: that was a su- i mean if you get shot up y- you fall out well, you fall out to your death because, yeah, you have to get into that little ball, that little turret. And I don't know if you've seen it. There's been some specials on it. The whole the, the thing, but the whole thing, and I, if, I know you, if you're just listening to us, the, the, the opening is about that big and that tall. You've got to literally squeeze through it. So if, if something bad happens, you ain't coming out of that thing fast. As a matter of fact, you're going to be stuck in there if that aircraft goes down. That's pretty frightening to me is to be stuck in that little space with no hope of getting out if something bad happens. And and the Eighth Air Force, which was the Air Force over Germany and you know, from Britain, those guys had horrific losses. So I could only imagine what it would have been like to to do that. That's a job I would not have wanted in the military.
0: Best in your mind, submarine movie is what? There's a lot of them.
2: Uh, boy, that's a good, I, I got to tell you, I like early Alec Baldwin and, uh, the hunt for red October at that, uh, you know, and you as a CIA guy, I would think that would be fun. Cause I, you know, uh, he was the Jack Ryan character he played in that was pretty good. I like Harrison Ford better just saying, but, uh, for what it was and Sean Connery, if you can buy Sean Connery as a Russian, you know, that's good. I never uh, understood I why that, they did that. I never understood why they went, you know, I, I love the hunt for red October.
0: I, I would argue it. that it's actually the best in the Jack Ryan series. For me, second place would go to uh, Clear and Present Danger. But
2: yeah, I love I, that movie, too. Oh, I love that
0: movie. Really, yeah. really well, really well done for what it was. But Hunt for Red October as a movie was probably the best of all of, of the. It's also the book that kind of got, you know, Tom Clancy on the map. Made yeah, a super no, no, famous. Tom, Tom
2: Clancy did a great job with that. Navy helped him. Navy gave him some tips, just saying. And then uh, my friend, Deb Grovesner, my current agent, was his agent, first agent. So, you know, all in a family. But yeah, it was a great book. It really yeah, was. Yeah. So, uh, but I think, so yeah. that one's real solid. I mean, you got some others. Crimson Tide
0: is in there. Das Boot or Das Boat. Das, 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 Bo- das Boot good. You know, there's a series on that now. TV series, know. yeah.
2: The TV series on
0: that. So. Yeah. Uh, again, I think World War Two submarine warfare. The the casualty rate um, for those subs, especially as the war went on, got super high. So that's you wouldn't want to be on one of. The, and again, it's one of, you wouldn't want to be on one when things go bad because it goes bad in a very big way. Anyway, we're we're sitting here. And we are uh, praying for a miracle for the folks that were in this submarine yeah. that was going down to the Titanic. But it's 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 prayer time for sure for them. Uh, Tony, I want to just give everyone uh, a moment here for for you. Um, where can people go to listen to your show and, and follow what you're doing? And can they can they get a copy of Operation Dark Tell me what's going on.
2: Yeah, so my books, Operation Dark Heart and The Last Line, are available on Amazon. Uh, Still selling pretty well, you know, considering they're 12 years old, but so it's okay. It's still a good movie. It it, it was about Afghanistan, so people are curious about that from a number of perspectives. Uh, ProjectSentinel.net is part of the London Center. People can go check out our latest stuff. I do a a, a radio show called uh, The Hard Truth with Tony Schaefer on the America Out Loud Network. Not competing with you guys, completely separate, but uh, we do uh, things, everything from... uh, my friend Andy Biggs to rock and rollers like Cherie Curry from the the Runaways. It's a potpourri of people who actually have uh, you know a brain and actually want to talk about what they think about. You know, we actually kind of do a variety of things, and uh, we're always out to have interesting guests. I, I'd like to have you come over at some point too to talk about some of the things you did in the Middle East. You know how yeah, uh, a lot of the policies that you and I had to experience, we want understand how you know you and I served at a level where I think we saw things like. What the hell's going on? Now we understand how bad it was. What we thought was bad, oh, yeah, it's bad and worse. And I'd like to have a discussion with you about that.
0: Yeah, that was, I, I didn't, I was in this little unique little spot as a low level, uh, highly replaceable cog in the vast CIA machine. But because of some of the places I went, I got to see the exactly. information at the yeah. absolute peak decision maker level. And even at my young age, I was in my late 20s at the time. I was like, "Ah, oh, this isn't good." <laughs> so anyway, yeah. we'll talk more about that another time. Check out yeah. Lieutenant Colonel Tony Schaefer's show, uh, Tony, my friend. Always good to have you on here, man. Thank you so much.
2: Thanks, Buck. Thanks for letting me talk about these these interesting issues.
0: Born from the tragedy of 9/11, the Twin to Towers Foundation made a promise to ensure we never forget. Since then, Twin to Towers has been committed to supporting America's heroes and their families. Heroes like U.S. Army Specialist Michael Hook. Hook was killed in Iraq when his helicopter was shot down. He enlisted in the military after graduating high school and left behind a pregnant fiancé who gave birth to a son that he would never meet. But thanks to the generosity of friends like you, Tonta Towers paid off the mortgage on his family's home, relieving a financial burden and bringing stability. The foundation helps Gold Star and fallen first responder families as well as our nation's most severely injured heroes and homeless veterans. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. America's heroes are counting on you. Ninety-five cents of every dollar you give goes directly to its programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices our heroes have made for us.
1: Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, Old Spice deodorant, or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. An official message from Medicare.
2: A new law is helping me save more money on prescription drug costs. Maybe you can save too.
1: Hear fascinating animal stories to explore wildlife across the globe in Season 3 of Amazing Wildlife. Starting March 15th, listen on the iHeartRadio
2: app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.